You're listening to I-95, Bangor's classic rock station, with Jay Stu and Corey in the morning. Jay Stu and Corey rock. Uh, it's it's the apparently the calm before the storm. Oh no! What? Oh no! I'm looking at like tomorrow. Uh, by the by, the time tomorrow rolls in, it's supposed to be like big time rain and wind, like wind. I'm telling you what, I hope to God Rotorooter can make it to my house to flush out whatever that issue is, because I know if that rain hits, I'm going to end up with a literal backup of crap in my basement. <laughs> so, you need to just go get like a, a shop vac and just just get it ready on the floor, and just as soon Ugh. as it starts to rain, flick it on so Ugh. it all just sprays out in the yard. Because oh. you know that's. Uh, that's the right place for raw sewage. <laughs> it's definitely my front yard, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, hopefully. The plan is that they're going to be here today because oh, that, that just makes me nervous just yeah. hearing no, that. No, today, today's supposed to be gorgeous. Today's Good. supposed to be all set, so no issues there. All right. Well, we've got our, our the only issue with our morning, morning music matchup is that I spelled my own name wrong, so I'm going to fix that. Nice. Right <laughs> That's unusual. Welcome to, it's it's Tuesday, right? Oh, it's Tuesday. All day at and least, half the night. At least it's Tuesday. I mean, if we're going to have a screw up all day long, this is on a day that you get back to back classic rock. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So. It's it's nice to screw things up correctly somehow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ish. Uh, ish is right. We've got our black and white battle today. Uh, you've got White Room from Cream and I've got Black Betty from Ram Jam, so... Looks like it's going to be a Black Betty kind of morning so far, but it is early. It is 6.06, and yep. we aren't going to settle this until about 10 of, so we got we got some time. We got some time. We got some time. Uh, in fact, let's let's just get warmed up right now. Let's just let begin the rocking, and then we will begin the voting, and we Commence will have a winner. Commence with the rocking. All that, yes. Yep. Commence with the rocking now on <laughs> I-95. This classic rock station, Jay Stu and Corey here today. On uh, what? Actually, the the way the sun is coming up, it's kind of it's kind of pretty. It's pretty outside. It is. It's like a postcard. Well, well, not on Acme postcard, Road. <laughs> if a postcard had dark, and then a thin layer of like the shadow of twigs, and then some sky. Yes. See, I, over here, I have this beautiful sunrise and the, the skyline of the Big Apple. Not not the city. Like the convenience Literally store. the Big Apple. <laughs> right down here on the corner of Acme Road and uh, Wilson Street. So, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I tell cool. people that all the time. I see the Big Apple every morning out my window. Yeah. Wave it. <laughs> Shirley, who works at the front desk or whatever. Yeah, Sheldon's over there usually. He's like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. Over the weekend... I took the kids to the Old Town uh, kayak tree lighting because right. I'd never been down there. They've done it for, this is like the fifth year in a row that they've done it or whatever. And they had, uh, and it was fun, like they had the little parade and we missed the parade, but we caught the tail end of it coming back. And then they had a big bonfire, which was really kind of nice because it was cold out there. Um, and then they lit the tree when Santa got off the float and came down. But the funny thing is in between the, the uh, lighting of the tree and the fireworks, which were at like 7.45, and amazing, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Those smaller towns, they know exactly how oh, to yeah. do it. Oh, um, the, the crazy thing is they, they decided they were going to do musical bingo, like Christmas music bingo. And my kids love playing bingo. I usually, we got Christmas bingo last year. I mean, it's a ton, It's just like a bunch of little cards with like Christmas scenes on them. Well, I mean, and I yeah, get, I, I, I get a package I, I get of those it. like 
candy cane uh, kisses, and uh, the, and we play bingo. So my kids were like, "Yeah, let's play bingo." This was a bingo you could not win. They totally uh, rigged it, and my oh, my kids were furious, furious. They were like, "Mom," and they had run out of cocoa. So thank God oh, they had a good man. fireworks show because I would have been on the hook for disappointment galore without the cocoa and the bingo being rigged. I was like, ah. but you know, it was a great like, way to to, to kind of spread some time yeah. there. You can't run out of cocoa at a thing like that. You know what I mean? Oh, I, know. I remember a couple of years ago, I don't think it was here in Bangor or was it? There was like a pizza festival of some uh-huh. kind. It was, it was supposed to be such a big deal and friends of mine went and it was like they ran out so fast that it got to the point where they're, they're like doling out pizzas by like the quarter of a slice you yeah. like, it's like yeah. it's a pizza festival you know you can't run out you can't run that, out of cocoa at a christmas I festival i mean I but know. It, you know it's probably all volunteer and stuff like that well, it's so, funny, you know, they had they had all of these like big boxes of cocoa but their big carafes of the water to mix it with they heard, they were just out so that was that but it was just, it was fine cuz i actually my i had called my parents i'm like do you want to come and watch the fireworks with us and my mom was like do you need some cocoa i'm like yes actually we do will you bring some <laughs> you know what'd be rad is if every year something like that was going on and they just kept like a cauldron of boiling water going over an open yeah. flame and they could just fill that thing up all the time all yeah, the time dude. i mean it was outstanding everything else about the fact that they had it was great but i yeah. just wanted to let you know that that was pretty cool and they made it with old town kayaks that's what they do every year they make the tree out of that and it's pretty cool so christmasy yeah. the battle today not so christmasy but still you know whatever mm-hmm. it's black betty versus white room what's it gonna be get your votes in i-95 facebook page or nine nine one nine seven one three. let's do it right here today I remember what we be. <laughs> true. I remember the, over there. We're right here in the video for that song. There was that part where the kid is like banging on the snare drum, like like he's playing the drums in the video, and it drives me nuts every time I see it to this day because it's not time. Right? <clears throat> no, no, the timing is great, but the drum head is out of tune on one side, so there's wrinkles in the head, and whenever oh. I look at it, I'm just like. Like, I can't do anything. And to the point, whenever whenever I hear this song, all I can think of when I hear the song is that stupid friggin' drum head. I, I just, I, I just want to fix it. I just, you know, it's like when someone erases the chalkboard and leaves mm. that little smidge in the corner. I got a detention once in, in uh, junior high because I got up and I swiped that little thing off the board. Because it was like in the middle of the class and it was a complete yeah. disruption to everything going on. <laughs> Excuse me, my OCD's tweaking. I need to do it real quick. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's like talking away. My, my teacher, uh, Mrs. Jackson, God love her. She, uh, she passed away a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, I just got up in the middle of class. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I can't take it. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, you left a little mark on the corner of the board. And I said, I can't stand it. It's driving me insane. <laughs> And then she gave you a detention Well, because she told me to sit back down. And I was like, no. And I just kept going and I swiped it off. And then uh, I sat back down. Uh, it was it was because I wouldn't listen. Which, you know, that... that, that <laughs> now they have to listen to you. <laughs> how ironic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, I can see how that's the thing. You know when it, you had, like, notebook paper that you would take out of the notebook and there were just a few of those little, like wrinkly not in my notebook no (laughs) i had a french teacher at bapst and he would collect them mr guimond and he would collect them and put them in a jar it was something that he did i know it was it was one of those things and i was because it bothered him so much to have them that he would put them in the jar 
And uh, so that was his way of like imprisoning them. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can appreciate so, that. I can appreciate yep. that. I can. I, I, that's why I never get too bent out of shape when there are people who are struggling with that little like th- that thing that throws them off that you just want to even if it's inappropriate the time in which they have to deal with it you know that if they don't deal with it they will not move on or hear anything that you say because they're just going to be obsessing about the talk of the corner or the little like yeah. frizzy frilly things what are they called there's they've got a name right uh you mean if, from notebook paper, paper. Yeah, yeah there's probably some official name for it you know like I couldn't even make up a word fast I enough, know. but you understand. Yeah, it's like something. <laughs> we'll I we'll say look that chads, up. Chads, but they're not chads. They're not like the hanging chads from the election thing. But right, no, but it probably it's probably something like we'll right, find out it. and let I'm you googling know. Googling it right now. In the meantime, head over to the i ninety five Facebook page. Get your votes in. Uh, because we're, it's just about time to wrap up this battle. So this is your last-ditch effort, or call us up at 991-9713. Get your vote in there, and then we'll wrap up this battle. When we come back, we're going to find out what that stuff is called that hangs out of your notebook yep, that's all that makes you angry. So that's on the way, too. I'd say 10 minutes right here on I-95. When the power... Bangor's classic rock station. Jay Stu and Corey with you. So speaking of videos... We're, mm-hmm. We'll get back to that Don Henley thing in just a second. Uh-huh. We have all sorts of updates. We have so many updates. <laughs> but I think we've talked about this video. The coolest guy in this video, first of all, always looks like it's it's filmed in somebody's backyard on like yep. Super 8. But the dude whose only job in the band is to hold a tambourine and punch the air. Yep. They have one of those guys in the band. He's it's the like, best. How do you get that job? And you don't mustaches. even need to play an instrument. You just punch the air and shake a timbre. You don't even have to do it. That's my kind of band. I feel like <laughs> I can do. I can really get down with that. Uh, we have an update on what you call those tiny little things that fall off of notebook paper. There's several different versions of that. I, I think I referred to it as maybe fringe. Uh, some people refer to it as as uh, well or perf. Um, but there's oh, an yeah, actual yeah. Okay. legitimate word which i've never heard in my life so we're all learning something today you're welcome yep. called kadoobies <laughs> whoa yeah i thought they're those the, were something else <laughs> yeah they're the little shreds of paper left over when you rip a paper out of a spiral notebook it's called a kadoobie so you know maybe you that was the original name it was the kadoobie brothers because they were all in high school together <laughs> and then they went to college together and dropped out together because they were the doobie brothers <laughs> oh yeah that could be uh, we also have an update on that video as you mentioned the don henley video with the, the drum that drives you crazy it gives you ocd attacks yeah uh michelle sent us a little note she wanted to know if we knew who the little boy was that was drumming and we were like no wait we gotta google it she knew because she's a big fan of chris daughtry and he this little boy grew up to be and his name was josh paul uh one of the band members of daughtry's band so. he, he was the bass player yeah so she has a picture of herself with him ah that makes yeah. sense yeah because he came to bangor just a few years ago he was at yeah. the waterfront I can't so remember many. if he was headlining or if he was opening for somebody else, but it was, it was you know. He played. He was here. He was here. He had hit songs. Whole nine yards. Maybe he ripped some paper out and left some kadoobies on the stage. Who knows? Whoa. I bet they were <laughs> ripping some kadoobies backstage. Whoa. Woo. Oh, yeah. All right. That's... We're going to get on with our day here. When we come back, it's time to uh, look at some of the things on our website and, and uh, get informed about what's going on statewide. So stay right here on I-95. Qualifications, rules, and limitations apply. I literally can't hear that song without thinking about Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys. 
because he actually okay. gets to play that song with Rush. And they talk oh, about nice. they talk about Bangor a lot on Trailer Park Boys. This one particular season, yeah, they were like, <laughs> they were running this like drug slash cigarette illegal operation. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, with uh, rem- uh, model trains that were going back and forth, and then there was you know like there was a model train fest that they were always going to in Bangor. It was hilarious. Wow. But oh, anyway, wow, because they're just wow. over in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump by. Uh, That's true. By you ferry. Been, you've been, oh, that's right. You've been to Nova mm. Scotia. Oh, the ferry. first thing I did, we get, we hook up with the people that were toward us around. I was like, so where's Sunnyvale? I was like, I need to know. How far away are we? <laughs> wow. We were a couple hours away, so I didn't get to go, but whatever. I was in Halifax one time. I went for an audition uh, for this like talent agency that I had hooked up with for a minute. And I managed somehow, and it was a winter time, and it was a really bad storm, and I was driving back and forth in my 88 Cutlass Cruiser with the simulated wood paneling, uh, and I had taken my friend along because I didn't know my way, and you know me, like, I, I'll end up in Canada accidentally, and sure. I wanted to end there on purpose, so you know I would have been, like, in Portland, and somehow I managed to, stupidly, in the middle of this really awful situation in this storm, I had cider in between my knees because it was so cold. <laughs> and I got tense about something. I can't remember what it was and ended up squeezing my legs together and just soaking my entire bottom with cider. Nice. And so because it was so cold for what I don't can't remember if I had heat or whatever. But we had to pull over the side of the road. And my poor friend, who we were friends, friends, not like anything more. Right, right, uh, right. And, and I know his mom would have been like killed me had she seen me in my undergarments and whatnot. So I'm like, you got to go look that way. I have to change my pants, like all of my pants on the side of the road. I'm trying, trying to, yeah. That was my one trip with Halifax, Nova Scotia. There you go. They still remember you. I soiled myself with cider <laughs> <laughs> from the outside. <laughs> nice. It wasn't yeah. insider. It was outsider. Oh! Oh! You can't make that up. It's not wrong. <laughs> but, um, dang. All right. On, On that, that note, note. <laughs> let's go right back into the music. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. 95, Bangor's classic rock station at 95.7 FM. Jay Stu and Corey here today. Tuesday, no less. Two for awesome. Tuesday cooking up here, uh, kicking off at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. When we get into the uh, the big giant free ride of awesomeness. That's that's what we call it around here. Okay. When, when, yeah. You know. That's what you call it. That's a lot to say for me. I just <laughs> like to call it the ninety-five minute cl- classic rock free ride. Somehow that seems like less to you. Mm, that seems like less work. Wow. Strange. <laughs> strange world you live in. But anyway, <laughs> you're telling me. Oh my gosh! I'm going through all of the. I'm putting something together because there's just a lot happening in Bangor this weekend. Oh yeah. Like tons. Not of course. There's the Festival of Lights parade, and then there's the lighting of the tree. But now they've added this cool. Um, like from noon to four in Bangor, they're having this Santa's Winter Wonderland down at uh, the, the, their revamped Benjamin's Tap Room and Restaurant. Remember how we did a story right, right. a couple of weeks back about that being? Oh, they've, they've had, really done they a good had job. bands in there over the weekend already. Yeah. Like that, that's in full swing. That's in full and it swing. looks amazing. They've really put a lot of work into that. They're going to transform it on Saturday from noon to four into Santa's Winter Winter Wonderland, and they're going to offer some free family activities. Uh, they're going to do like cookie decorating. Uh, Mrs. Claus is going to read a story down there. They're going to have um, cr- like Christmas holiday pictures with Santa and Mrs. Claus. Those are always fun because my kids and, and every single one of them historically, somebody's screaming. Of so course. I have this wonderful collection of the worst pictures ever <laughs> of the 
And I feel like you're getting to the point where you've got one that's young enough to still be screaming in a photo and then one that's old enough to just already look jaded, tired, and never wants to be there again. So you've That's every single picture that I've taken in the last like two months, unfortunately. They're going to do making salt salt, uh, ornaments and stuff. It's going to be. Salsa ornaments? Like salt. No, salt dough ornaments. (laughs) I'm kidding. And face painting and stuff. So there's gonna have they're gonna have so much going on. We're putting a whole list of all of these happenings up online so that you can keep track of them. Because I know my head started to swirl and I was like, oh wait, I need I need like some some cohesion here. Sure. So I'm I'm gonna take that on. You're welcome. It will be the least cohesive, cohesive thing you'll yep. ever see. And, and my kids are gonna be rocking out right before the parade, right in the middle of downtown. Oh, that's so cool. That afternoon. So like in between, like when they shut the street down, but for, before the parade starts, we're going to be there playing like our Are you guys going to be like songs. West Market Square area? Yeah, we're going to be right where the, the judges booth is. Nice. And, and I mean, we're, we're doing it upright. Like Mark's Music is bringing in a big sound system and we're, we're like, we're going to put on a little nice. rock show right there in the, in the middle of the, of the square. It's going to be killer. So right before the parade then. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add that in. Add that in. I'm going to add rock show into my list right now. Done. Do you know what time you're doing it? Like About like, three. Nice. They shut the street right. down at three, as I understand. Holiday rock show. Boom. Just We're like that. We're doing it right there. That's, it's, and I mean, these, these, are, these are super unbelievably talented young kids. You know what I mean? So this is, this is something to see. I'll tell you what. So that's, that's gonna, all on the same day as the, the I light wanna, Yeah. I have a meeting right before then, actually at the radio station, and I'm going to fly across the bridge. Um, when I say fly, I mean not speed, responsibly transport my minivan from Lies. one end to the other. Lies. And then I'm going to go check out your rock kids. I'm there excited about this. It's going to be Kella. The whole thing, the whole day is going to be great. And then yeah, right into the parade. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be up soon. I'm working on it right now. There we go. That'll I be up. I got to tweak your rock show. So that's up imminently at i95rocks.com or the app. Hey, it's Jeff Bangor's classic rock station. Jay, Stu, and Corey here. So let's talk about what you put up yesterday because this this happened to me too. Uh, the strange car in the driveway. Yeah. Like we came home the other day, and my my kids because we you know we run the neighborhood watch and the, the the neighborhood. So my my son was like that. Why is there a car parked in front of our house? Why do they have it, the back end open? And why are, are they stealing a bunch of presents? Why do they have... Some, in your like, neighborhood, I could see where that would definitely be a concern. Like you see a weird. strange car in your driveway with the back open and, and boxes involved. You're like, uh, excuse me? You know, like in yeah. my neighborhood, <laughs> someone pulls in your driveway, they probably know you or they're completely lost. In this right. case, I just let my dog bark as loud as he could. Uh, from behind the door, because if you see my dog, his tail's going. He like doesn't look threatening at all. If you hear my dog through a door, you're afraid for your it's life. Like Cujo. Oh yeah, it's one of those types yeah. of deals. But, uh, but but there's actually like a legitimate. It's okay that most yeah. unless they're taking presents from your doorstep. The 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 reality is they're most likely leaving them. Yep. So UPS and I'm imagining FedEx and and some of the other companies to keep up with demand this holiday season have hired a bunch of. Uh, uh, I guess we'll call them plain clothes delivery people that are driving mm-hmm. around in their own car. So it's like, you know, if you see a Honda Civic barreling down your driveway, it's not going to have like a UPS logo on the roof or anything. Right. Nobody, no big brown suit's going to get out of it. But some dude may hop out of that Civic, drop like four boxes on your porch, and then pew, is gone. You know, they're just doing it to help take some of the, you know, ease some of that pressure off their delivery Cause drivers because it's just definitely nuts. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, I know that they did that back in the day when people were going, uh, when COVID hit, like when people were going online and asking for folks to shop for them and deliver mm-hmm. it, like BJ's shoppers, they had like random people that were just like, you know, Carla and her little Hyundai would pull, pull yep. up and be like, here's your five pounds of bacon and your eggs and stuff. So it's, I think, similar in, in concept to that. But uh, so don't be totally freaked out if you see that happen. Like at first I was like, what the, do well, I have? Maybe take oh, a second just to make sure the packages are coming out. Right. <laughs> and going toward your house as opposed to coming off your porch and heading toward the back of the car. Right. But. Yeah. I mean, like I said, out where I live, somebody pulls in your driveway. It's just like, what the fresh hell is this? You know, like <laughs> in town, you know, people turn around in your driveway all the time. They're lost. But I, I, I would have had the same reaction as you if I saw yeah. somebody, you know. Well, so it, that's what happened. Legitimate. When, yeah. Most of them. And, I, uh, I hope so. Yes. Most of yes. them. But yeah, they're all UPS drivers, FedEx, whatever. But they're delivery people. So that story, if you want more info, we've got that up right now over at I-95rocks.com and the I-95 app. At Quirk. Gore's Classic Rock Station at 95.7 FM. Jay, Stu, and Corey here. Just chilling out. How are you? Getting it done. Uh, You made mention that, now first of all, because I don't pass by Essex Street often, I didn't realize there was that tiny little chunk that had been shut down for eons now. How long has it been? No joke. It has to have been a year. It has to have been. At least, and maybe like a year ago in the summer, you know what I mean? Really? And I, I, all I can tell from what I'm looking at it, because, you know, it's, the, I don't know what it is. I, it's not like I reached out to the city. I'm like, could you tell me exactly what's going on there? Because it's pretty obvious. They're doing some sort of sewage, you know, reconstruction, update, upgrade, whatever. You know what I mean? But you, they had concrete barriers around there. And so if like, if you wanted to come down Essex Street, instead of taking a right or a left on York Street in the olden days, you could just keep going straight down to, uh, what is that, Hancock Street right below? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you could take a right or, or do whatever, whatever you can do. Oh, yeah. Now I know where you're talking about. Yeah, that's been, yeah, that's been closed for a while. Like when I used to live in Bangor, that was part of my route to work. I would go all the way down to Hancock, mm-hmm. take the right, get the left across the bridge and come over here. So, you know, not having it has just been, it's just one of those annoying things. Like, you're like, seriously, what, what could they be doing? <laughs> In that tiny little strip. Yeah. Because it's not a big area. So, over the weekend, my wife and I drove by and I had to do like a trip, trip, triple take because I was like, wait a minute, where's the concrete barriers? Wait a minute, we could drive? We, I made her drive down the street just to prove to myself. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> that we could actually drive from the top to the bottom un unfettered. Hey, it's exciting. It's like when they shut down that uh, area of VZ, you know, on, that basically connected Bangor and Orno. Oh my and you God, couldn't right. go all the way. And then you had to detour back and go like the highway in Hogan and then over to Orno. Oh, yeah. That was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's just nightmares left and right. <laughs> but this is, this is one of those cases where it's just like, oh my God. And I don't think it's done yet. Because there, it looks like it definitely needs like a full resurface. They've just got it patched in, and there's still like some construction equipment there. So there probably will still be some occasional closings. But the fact that after right like 16 yeah. months or something like that, it's back open is just—it's just crazy. It's unfathomable. It's like a tiny Christmas. It's a tiny con- <laughs> construction Christmas. It's 250 Yay! feet of Christmas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yay. I'm gonna take it where I can get it. I have actual photos of the whole thing. Evidence. There is photographic evidence. Check it out right now. I-95rocks.com or the I-95 app. I listen to metal. 
I'm pretty open about it and listen frequently in my office with headphones on. The woman in the office across from me is a devout Christian. She's a bit eccentric, and when she found out I listened to metal, she kind of went overboard in the judgment department. In the last year, she's asked me to church several times, and in the politest way possible, I've always declined. But something way out of line happened the other day. I was walking down the hall, and she all but cornered me, put her hand on my head, and told me she was praying for me. She said this very long prayer that ended with, and may you come back to Jesus. I was floored. I honestly had no idea what to say, and I just looked at her in shock and walked away. I feel violated to the very core. I know I really need to go to HR, but is this the right path? Signed, Marion Fairfield. Yeah, <clears throat> there are times and places to do things like that. I mean, uh, the workplace is not one of those. Yeah. I mean, especially if you've kind of declined politely, that's not appropriate behavior. I mean, I know her motivation is, I guess, right in that she wants to be helpful, but she certainly there. thinks it's right. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. we don't know what for all we know this woman could be Christian, but just yeah. you know, isn't talking about it at work, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not um not appropriate at all. And I, I, there's no other step to take but to go to HR at that point because they need to be made aware of the fact that this woman, you're allowed to have your own beliefs. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, you have your beliefs. She has her beliefs and power to you that both of them make you who you are. But y you do. You, you cross a line when that becomes something that you make people uncomfortable for at the workplace. That is not the time or place to do something like that. If you would like to pray for another human being and you'd like to say, I'm praying for you, that's nice, that's fine, okay. But to do that in particular, I think is, it uh, crosses a line of, of comfort. And, and uh, perhaps people don't realize it too, but when you do that, you're often alienating people further. Yeah, pretty you know, much. You're not, you're not helping your cause at all if you will not respect <laughs> the fact that they have no. said no thank you. If you won't even stay out of their personal space. <clears throat> yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's really the kicker for me. But on the other hand, I still, I, I wonder if there's an opportunity to maybe just go to this person one more time and be like, hey, so that wasn't cool. Next step is I've, I've got to go to HR if you can't just keep this to yourself. Like, do you, do you think that person deserves one more little warning or should this person just fire right I'm, off to I'm HR? Saying, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I say even maybe go to HR and say, I would like to have a meeting with this person involved. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to say, you know, express to her, I, you know, I'm fine with what you're doing and I, and I appreciate where you're coming from, but it's not all right to do it here and maybe have HR back you up on that and explain it. Because she's not understanding this. If this woman continues <laughs> to, I mean, it's not like this is the first time. If this had been the first time, then going to her directly would be one thing. But this is not the first time. And it's, it's either a lack of understanding um, of where the other person is or a lack of respect from where the other person is coming from that she just is refusing to acknowledge. Mm. And that's when you have, that's what HR is for, when you can't solve that. And this person that this has been done to has attempted to solve it that way. Right. And I think at this point, now I, I would take it, I would take it up the ladder. <laughs> it isn't going to get better from here, I doubt. No. And I like I said, I mean, I understand hopefully that this person's motivation is is a, a, coming from a good place, but you don't do that at work. Um, 
and you respect when someone says no or mm. I'm not interested right now. Those are important things to acknowledge and you're not doing yourself any service when you don't. So that's Ask Miss Corey, brought to you by Twin Pines Extraction and Denture Center, where you can walk away or walk in, not don't walk away, walk in, have a tooth removed and your implant placed all under one roof. Schedule your appointment today. Visit TwinPinesExtraction.com. There we go. When we come back in just a few minutes, we're, uh, we'll check in a little bit more, but we also have a 95-minute Classic Rock free ride on deck with nothing but double shots as far as the eye can see because it's two for Tuesday on I-95. Oh, this rock station, Jay Stu and Corey here. We're just hanging out, ready to ready to rock out at any given second because we just know that there's a 95-minute Classic Rock free ride on the way, ready to just, you know, rockets. Rock and roll. Excellent. Well, sp speaking of super cool effects that might be even cooler than the ones that you just did, something to keep in mind, because I noticed a, a neighbor on our block just put up a new mailbox, and I thought to myself, oh, no. <clears throat> I hope it's within, like, DOT, you know, the... the 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 things what, what do you call them the, parameters the is that the Thank word you're you. looking for yes i was like <laughs> what, what's the word i'm just making hand signals uh and one of the ways to that they have found to remind you exactly what the parameters are for your mailbox is to think of it in terms of r2d2 <laughs> yeah. which i think is great from star wars if your mailbox is the height of about 44 to 45 inches uh, and that's about as high as R2-D2 was, then you're within, you know, it's, it's good to go. So we have a little uh, article up online at i95rocks.com if you're interested in checking that out. It's always a good idea to do that before the snow flies so that oh, yeah. you know, is it far enough from the road? Is it high enough? Is it low enough? So that, that remember, like we had that video last year of that plow just taking, taking out, out every mailbox road. on Pushaw yeah. Road? Yep. Yeah, so... Definitely worth checking on for that. And we've got some details on how you can do that and where you can go for that up online at i95rocks.com. If you start to drive out my way, people get super creative with their mailboxes. Like you get mm -hmm. into the interior of Hamden, it's just like it's just like a stick in a bucket. You know what I mean? And it's just like on the side <laughs> of the road. No big deal. If it gets knocked over, who cares? You just flop it back over. But yeah. out where I am, uh, it's like there's this balance that you try to achieve to get it close enough to the road that the mailman can get to it, the mail carrier, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and the snowplow not destroying it. So you see a lot of these things where it's like, there's like this pole, like 94 feet back from the road like this, with this mm -hmm. long extender on it, with the mailbox attached to it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all the snow can go under it. The plow won't hit mm -hmm. it. Then there's other people that have got it, like, on springs and stuff, so that if the plow That's, does I, hit I've, it, it's I've just... seen, I think I think I showed you one of the videos one time where yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good, because it's one of these things where you can, that somehow it's the, 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 the post that it's on is spring-loaded, so you can hit it, and it will knock over and bounce right back up. Yeah. I think all of the main postal service should in, Dude, implement those boxes. The first week we moved out into our house when we moved out to Hamden, I was sliding at about eight miles an hour and <laughs> immediately right took out our mailbox. mailbox. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, I didn't even nice. have a chance for the plow to hit it. I took it out all by myself. It was, it was good stuff. Um, but you have that up now. Check that out. Yes. That's over at i95rocks.com and the app.